0: Thanks for being here this morning. Big day on the show. Some guests to let you know about coming up just after 9 o'clock. Very excited about this. Dave Ramsey will join us. He's in town for a two-day event. You know, he has his show here on right after hours. And uh, we're looking forward to meeting him in person for the first time. Had some conversations on the air, but a brilliant guy when it comes to finances. So we're going to talk with Dave Ramsey about a bunch of different things, including the housing market right here in Arizona. So that should be a fun conversation just after 9. And then a not-so-fun conversation at 9.35 as we talk to Ron Wolfley about your or Arizona Cardinals, that should be interesting. Just, just for a, a full disclosure, just to be fair, um, I left at halftime. <laughs> I actually left about a minute and a half before halftime. So um, I am a disloyal Cardinal fan, but I just couldn't watch any more of that. So we'll talk about it at 9:35 with Ron Wolfley. Um big day in the NFL. I'm a big football fan. I want to launch into football so badly right now and talk about what we saw yesterday here in town but around the NFL. But I will wait. I'll wait till 9:30. Um Big story for me over the weekend. Katie Hobbs made it official. The Secretary of State the Democratic candidate for governor made it official. She will not debate Kerry Lake. Uh, I've been saying for a long time that this looks kind of weak. Uh, I want you to, I'm going to read this statement. This came from the Hobbs campaign. Secretary Hobbs remains willing and eager to participate in town hall style event such as the forum she participated in last week in which Arizonans were able to hear directly from Secretary Hobbs about her in-depth policy plans and how she would approach governing the state. Unfortunately, debating a conspiracy theorist like Carrie Lake, whose entire campaign platform is to cause enormous chaos and make Arizona the subject of national ridicule would only lead to constant interruptions, pointless distractions and childish name calling. Kind of like you just did there in the in the kind of like that. I mean, I think maybe Katie Hobbs meant that as a as a as a. Uh, uh, an example of what, you know, that all of those things would be. Um, Arizonans deserve so much better than Kerry Lake, and that's why we're confident Katie Hobbs will be elected our next governor. We must respectfully decline the invitation. So, um, a couple of things about this because the headlines are interesting. Um, this one from the Arizona Republic Katie Hobbs make it, makes it official. No debate with Kerry Lake. Um, Another one, this from KTAR.com, Katie Hobbs tells commission that she will not face Carrie Lake on the debate stage. Now, here's this one, a national story, Um, this one, an Associated Press story. Democrat, Katie, Democrat Hobbs refuses to debate, in quotation marks, conspiracy theorist Lake in the Arizona governor's race. So before I give you my commentary on what I think is happening here and why this is a horrible idea, let's go to a political analyst, as a matter of fact, one that we have here All the time. Mike O'Neill was talking about the appearance of what this is like when Katie Hobbs says she won't do a debate. So she comes across as ducking the debate. That's not a good thing. You can be sure that Carrie Lake will make that an issue for the remainder of the campaign. I don't necessarily think Carrie Lake needs to make it an issue. I think she will think Mike O'Neill is right, but I do not think she needs to. The people in Arizona will make it an issue. And here's the problem I have with the statement. And and, and I mean this respectfully. I have had the secretary on uh, a number of times as the secretary of state in Arizona. I have had her. I interviewed her in the primary. For TV at AZTV7, I'm doing a series called Before You Vote. We've carried this over to all the races here, all the statewide races in Arizona. Um, But we did in the primary, we did just the gubernatorial candidates. And fortunately, we had them all. We were able to get all the gubernatorial candidates in uh, from both sides of the aisle. And – I interviewed the secretary. I interviewed Ms. Hobbs during that. It was a civil interview. Again, I, the, when I do, what I do here and what I do there are two different things. What I do there is just ask very broad questions because I believe in a forum like that, it should be 100% impartial. And I'm asking the same questions of all of the candidates uh, or both candidates in, in a specific race. And I want them to be able to answer the way they want to without explaining, without defending Just explain it. And we've been very successful with that. And and the team of people doing the production, we ask questions just so you hear what the candidates have to say. And we give each candidate seven minutes. And it's been successful. Um, and I would do the same thing here. I would love to talk with the secretary again. And for full disclosure, you're going to hear a lot from Carrie Lake. You're going to hear a lot from Blake Masters. You're going to hear a lot from a lot of candidates. Um, we had Chris Mays in here, who is the Democrat candidate for attorney general. We will have her on again. We've had Julie Gunnagel, the county attorney candidate on the Democrat side. We have not gotten responses or we've been told no multiple times by Katie Hobbs camp and Mark Kelly's camp. And we are going to keep trying. Um, if you listen to the show, you may not agree with me, but I am fair. I don't attack. I don't do any of those things to candidates. I ask questions. I may push back a little bit, be a devil's advocate, but I've never been unfair, nor have I been rude to a guest ever. I believe you deserve better than that. I think you deserve to hear where candidates stand on issues on both sides of the aisle. So if you hear voices like Kerry Lakes and Blake Masters very often, they are the candidates for the United States Senate and a candidate for governor. And their voices are welcome on this show, as is Katie Hobbs, as is Mark Kelly. And we'll continue to make, try to make that happen. Now, as far as what's happening here and this part of the statement, unfortunately, debating a conspiracy theorist like Kerry Lake, whose entire campaign platform is to cause enormous chaos and make Arizona the subject of national ridicule. Let's talk about that for a moment. Um, if you remember, in the election cycle in the primary, PBS did a debate All of the Republicans showed up and it was like a Saturday Night Live skit. It just was. It devolved into that. But they all showed up and they all made their claims and they all made stood their ground. And Arizona got to see that field. On the Democrat side, Marco Lopez showed up. Katie Hobbs didn't. So this is a pattern for the Hobbs campaign. So anybody out there outside of Arizona, the narrative can be the narrative. And these national stories that are written, the AP writes a story. I, and I want to say to myself, they must be ignorant about the primary. But I don't believe that to be true. So you're going to try to say I'm not. And, and if it were me and everybody's entitled to their own strategy, this is obviously a strategic maneuver for the Hobbes campaign. And I've been debating this with people that are Hobbes supporters of why this is the right thing to do. And I will tell you, my My view on when I interview people, my view in any of this would be the same if I were advising a campaign. Let them talk. Let them talk. I've had Black Lives Matter um, uh, officials, leaders in the movement on the show. Um, I've had the Phoenix City Councilman, Carlos Garcia, who is an, it was a, you know, a defund the police advocate. I've had him in studio on a couple of occasions. I've talked with many people that I disagree with, and I let them talk. Why? Because either they're going to teach me something, or they're going to prove the negative comments about them right. Either way, let them talk. So the idea... That it's, it's a, it's a good plan for Katie Hobbs to say, I'm not debating Carrie Lake. Why not? If it's going to devolve into chaos, you've proven yourself right and your narrative correct. If Carrie Lake goes off and does whatever anybody else interprets as crazy, how is that bad for you? Now, are you telling me you cannot convince, there's no way you're even going convince the majority of your party that you're doing that to protect the state of Arizona? Because at every turn, you're calling her a conspiracy theorist. You, you say you don't want this to devolve into name calling, and um, it would only lead to the constant interruptions, pointless distractions, and childish name calling. So she says in here, With she calls her a conspiracy theorist. That's name-calling. Now, you say, no, it's not name-calling. She's identifying. Well, what's the difference? So the idea that this is good, and I mean this respectfully to the Hobbes campaign because this is a strategic decision. And here's how it appears, whether they agree with it or they don't agree with it. I'm telling you how the average person in Arizona sees this. You're afraid to debate Carrie Lake. That's how it appears, that you feel as if she is a polished public speaker and you are going to get boat raced in a debate. So the lesser of two evils, because you're going to get crushed either way, and I believe that that's the impression. I'm not saying it's true. The impression from the average person in Arizona is either you answer the call to the debate because it's necessary and you get crushed. Do it one time, put it behind you, and move forward. Or... You don't do it, and you have this hanging over your head for the entire campaign. Those are the two choices. Now, I'm not saying that's what her campaign believes. I'm saying that's what the average person in Arizona believes, except for the very few people that are saying that she's doing this because she doesn't want to get involved in a debate with someone that is going to cause chaos. She didn't debate her opponent in the primary. She did the exact same thing in the primary. So there is a pattern here. And that's what she's, it's an uphill climb for her. And so I, this is a, I think this is a huge story. I think this is the huge inside track now for Carrie Lake because Carrie Lake is out speaking about what her positions are. And she is saying, I am ready to sit down and have a debate. Let's talk about which of our ideas is better. And there is a refusal from the Hobbs campaign. And I think it does appear to be weak. And it's not just me saying it. Mike O'Neill is a political analyst. And I guarantee you that most people that are in the know in Arizona are going to say the exact same thing. And in the end. The voters deserve to hear from both in a debate. That's just my opinion. Coming up, we shift to the economy. Are we in line? Are we going to see more high gas prices? One leader says probably. We'll talk about that coming up in just a moment. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Happy Metallica Monday. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you spending some time with the show. Coming up just after 9 o'clock, Dave Ramsey joins me. He's in town for a two-day event, Building Wealth, live event here in town. We're going to talk with him specifically about the Arizona real estate market and some tips for people in this tough time economically and how they can build wealth and uh, build a future. So that's coming up in a few. So let's talk about the economy as it stands. couple of things. Janet Yellen. Treasury secretary said on Sunday that Americans might pay more for gas this winter because of the upcoming European Union sanctions on Russian oil. So we may be, again, outside of our control. This is the narrative or the argument that we've been making for a long time um, We understand that we do not control the world. When the president and the White House and other people continue – when I say the difference between the president who has said it himself and the White House, the spokespeople, and others have have defended the White House saying we don't set oil prices. That's on the global market. Well, we all know that that's true. But influence matters. When the OPEC nations say we're going to slow down production, how does the uh, White House, how do the American people, how do we offset that? The ability to be self-sufficient. The ability to produce enough oil or I would just say petroleum uh, products to uh, to to serve our own needs is something we had. And the oil prices, it speaks for itself. You know, everybody says COVID, COVID, COVID. But there were there was time before a couple of years before COVID where oil prices and gas prices were below three dollars a gallon. Go and look it up. So it does have something to do with policy and pushback. So now we see what's happening with Russia and their oil, and it is a worldwide crisis. It's part of the reason why I don't want to send troops into Ukraine and are we spending too much money? Yeah, but we have to have some influence and involvement when worldwide matters happen. Uh, What is it, about a third of the wheat supply in the world comes out of the region – from Ukraine and Russia, you look at what's happening with oil and Europe is going to go back to coal and many other places. We are seeing that it, there's an effect. We do not live in a bubble. Uh, but I don't want to get down the road of, of uh, that diplomacy stuff. I want to stay with our economy. So if we are seeing some relief, and we are, people are able now to breathe a little easier with gas prices being down. Diesel, not so much, but gas prices are down. But are they going to go back up? And they're saying from Treasury, they're warning now, pretty good chance that that's going to happen. A couple of other headlines, small businesses might drop Obamacare. Obamacare has premium skyrocket. Again, the Obama administration wanted, and it's a noble, uh, I still think it's a noble cause to say everybody deserves health insurance, everybody deserves to be able to get health care when they need it, which people get in this country. Um, But I just believe that there's a different way of doing things. I think privatizing, less government involvement has always, in my opinion, has always brought better results. When the government is involved less, when they turn loose the American public, you look at how um, the deregulation with auto insurance, and I know it's an oversimplification for some people, but when you have automobile insurance companies, because you're required to have automobile insurance, basic automobile insurance, unless you have a loan on that one, and then the one that loan holder makes you get full coverage on your car. Um, you have to have automobile insurance and look at how much money is spent. Whether it's mayhem or it's a lizard or it's flow or whoever it is, all the money that is spent on the mascots and the advertising. And now you've got AAA insurance is going the opposite direction saying we don't have gimmicks, but they use gimmicks to prove they don't have gimmicks. And everybody's out there fighting for your insurance dollar. And the other part of this, too, is the risk, because if you're a high risk insured If you're someone that is at high risk because you've had tickets or you have accidents or whatever else, you still get insurance. It just costs you more. And they spread those people out throughout the insurance industry so everybody takes a little hit with the higher risk people. You get a DUI, your insurance rates skyrocket. You cause a crash, insurance rates skyrocket. But you still have insurance. And uh, I think that route going in that direction is better than the single-payer idea. Um nearly two dozen GOP governors pen a letter to Biden criticizing for the taxpayer-funded student loan forgiveness. And you've got other people that are running for office in in what I would call liberal districts, uh, Democrats that are running, that are defending this uh, Inflation Reduction Act, which is going to employ 87,000 more IRS agents. You're already getting record revenue from the American people. You just believe you're owed more. So you're going to take taxpayer dollars, hire 87,000 new agents to go After more taxpayer dollars. And anybody out there that believes that this is only going to go after the rich, you are sadly mistaken. You're a rideshare driver. You're someone that works for tips. Um, You watch. You watch. You're in a cash business. You're a, a landscaper or you're someone that takes cash sometimes. Be careful. Because uh, this is not going to affect just wealthy people. And so we'll see. We'll see how it's received by the American people. Uh, Coming up in a moment, Gatos is going to join me. It's the Big Q poll question of the day. We do it every day in the last segment of the first hour. And then just after 9 o'clock, Dave Ramsey is going to join me in studio. So stick around for both. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Well, look who's back! Hello, Gatos. Hello, Mike. How are you? You know what? Your your vacation ended poorly. I saw your pictures. You were at the Cardinal game too. Yes, you went to the Cardinals game um, for half of it. <laughs> Did you leave at halftime? Oh, I left. I left a minute before halftime.
1: Wow. I was her, I was. I was thinking of leaving in the third quarter, and I felt bad doing it, so I left at the start mm-hmm. of the fourth.
0: I couldn't watch any more
1: of it no uh, they i 'm going to talk about this on the show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team puts on a wretched performance for their fans. You know and what i 'm not just talking about this game they 've lost six in a row at home, and you and I are paying good money yeah. to go and watch this game and For one reason or another, this football team. Doesn't show up at home and doesn't show up for their fans, and you know what? My wallet's starting to hurt because of this, and I'm starting to think, why didn't I just sell my, my tickets to you know, the Kansas City Chiefs fans? That's why the, not?
0: That's the other part of it. I've always been. I, I went after you last year when you were considering selling your uh, tickets to a <laughs> Packers game. But I'm yeah. with you. I, I feel the same way on on Christmas Day. Yeah. Tom Brady and the Bucks are coming here. Oh, you know how much money we can get to for Tom Brady's swan song at that? You know what? And I'm I'm thinking it. You know what? I'm thinking it now,
1: too. Yeah, so. Uh, In all honesty, if you don't want to play in front of us, if you don't get up like other football teams in front of their home crowd and and feel the energy. because yeah. I was like, give me something to root for and I'll right. root for it. Yeah, I mean, me too. I, I don't know, man. I don't know why they can't play at home I, and I
0: don't know why I'm spending this money. I didn't think they were going to win this game just because it's the Chiefs. But I wanted to see the effort. And I'm a defensive guy. I mean, I'm not a big, I mean, I'm not, almost coached in college, but I coached at high school level. So I'm yeah. not a professional coach. The defense looked totally unprepared. How many yeah. plays did they have to redirect players? They were Lined up in the wrong place.
1: Yeah, they just—they looked like they didn't want to be there. Yeah. They looked like they weren't ready for the game. And you want to lose a game? Lose a game? Okay,
0: right. But you fight. know what? But fight. Look at look what the Bengals yeah. came back and did at home. Yeah, they lost, yeah. but that, I mean, well, that was the game of the year.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm just worried that I'm spending too much money, having a bad time. Yeah, I agree. Um, here's my cue. All right, let's hear it. How would you describe the Cardinals' 44-21 loss to the Chiefs? A, hot garbage. Okay. B, dumpster fire. Okay. Uh, C, absolute carnage. Or D... Just another day at State Farm Stadium.
0: I would describe it as a train wreck into a dumpster fire. Is Ooh, how I, I like, that.
1: I like that. I'm going to add that, man. That's good. That's good stuff.
0: Well, Gatos, it's good to have you back, and I look Thank forward you. to see you roaming the halls today.
1: Do I does my voice
0: sound ready to go after it does. a week? If you do, you sound much better than Chris Collsworth did so last night. That's right, he did not sound good. All right, man. I'll talk to All you. All right, thanks, Gatos. The Big Q poll question today is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Go over to KTAR.com. You can weigh in and see how other people vote very very excited about what happens just after nine o'clock joining me in studio the one and only dave ramsey he is a financial expert he has helped so many average people grow wealth and become millionaires he's in town for a two-day event i've never met him in person and i'm you know I'm, I'm going a little fanboy i'm looking forward to talking with dave ramsey it should be an interesting conversation i love talking to people that are smarter than me which is easy to find but this one is really really smart we'll talk with about we're with him in just a moment